Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast of the Vineyard Church in Chester Springs. We invite you to join our mission to love like Jesus, and you can connect with us on social media or visit our website, csvineyard.org. It's a special series here at the Vineyard. Each year, we host our Perspective Series, a time when we get to hear from so many voices in our church community on the many ways that God has moved in their story, TED Talk style. This perspective story is brought to you by Teresa Long. Teresa and her husband, Ray, have been a part of our church community for about a year now, and she's the executive director of a senior living facility. She also loves traveling and any and all babies. Let's listen in on Teresa's story. Good morning. On one particular day, in the height of the first COVID virus surge, I realized that there was one single N95 mask still in the package, unused in my office, for the entire community. My responsibility as executive director of the retirement community was to make sure that the employees had the resources they needed to do their job. Resources means knowledge, It also means the equipment that they need to do their job safely for themselves and for the residents that are under their care. Some of the residents in the retirement community at that point in time were ill. They were positive with the coronavirus. The staff that were providing for these elders needed equipment. They needed knowledge. Sometimes they needed an N95 mask. Sometimes they only needed a surgical mask, but both of these, at that point in time, were in limited supply. As healthcare workers, we had learned how to use our personal protective equipment, and we ordered that, but many of the orders came back out of supply, on back order. You may have heard it on the news. Our parent company had secured some of this valuable PPE. We heard that word a lot. And it was being shipped to the community. It was stored in the executive director office for security and for proper distribution, so none of it was wasted. Each employee received a brown paper bag. It had their name on it. In it, they put their PPE. At the end of the shift, if it was neither soiled or torn, they put it back in the bag so they could use it again the next shift that they were scheduled to work. Supplies were limited. Some of the residents were ill. Some of the staff were not working because they too were ill and recovering from this illness. No one knew how to care for this illness. It was new and unknown at that point in time. How would we care for an entire community of seniors in their frailty with one single unopened N95 mask left in the executive director's office? Then a large box arrived. There was no markings on the box, nothing to indicate what it was. I took it to the executive director office, and I opened it was a big box, and in the box 
were hundreds, hundreds of N95 masks. As much as I love each and every resident in the community and each and every employee caring for them, I knew God loved them even greater than I did. Earlier in the pandemic, an independent living resident called me on the phone and asked if we could talk. I suggested I go to his apartment. It's difficult for him to talk and difficult for me to understand him on the phone. So I went to his apartment and we talked through his need to restart the treatments that he needed for his throat cancer and what needs his wife would have she was his caregiver, or he was her caregiver, and what the timing of their quarantine periods would be as he came and went from additional treatments. We talked about the fact that we would need to deliver meals to the apartment for her since she wouldn't be able to go out of the apartment. And as our conversation wrapped up, this resident commented, I bet you wouldn't have taken this position a few months ago if you had known there was a coronavirus pandemic coming. I paused. No one had suggested that question to me previously. I hadn't thought of it either. And then I said, Bill, I would have taken this position. I believe that God prepared me through my life experiences and through my career to be here and lead this community in this time of change and uncertainty. I was grateful that God had put me in that place for such a time as this. Having said that, the months of lockdowns, deaths, coroner's reports, tests, reporting, changing regulations, changing reporting requirements, and everything else that occurred over that entire pandemic was definitely, definitely the most challenging year of my entire career. I honestly do not know how a person who doesn't have personal faith and the hope that faith gives could endure such a situation. And I realize that it's only through God's leading and giving me strength and wisdom that I could do that as well. And that wisdom and that strength were another one of those provisions that God provided for me. The entire situation certainly enhanced my practice of morning prayer. And every morning before getting in the car, seeking God's guidance for the day and for what I would incur in that day. So back to the N95 story. The masks had arrived just, just as they were needed. 
with those masks came both relief and joy. And immediately as that occurred, I thought of a story of Jesus' provision for those in need. So I will share verses for you, reading from the NIV version, from Matthew chapter 14, verses 13 to 21. That's Matthew 14, 13 to 21. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. Then Jesus, when Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, this is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go into the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fishes, looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. And he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men, besides women and children. Back to my story. From the day the big box arrived of the N95 masks, there's been no need to ration personal protective equipment in my retirement community. Every employee has had what they need and more. Everyone's supplies have been met and every day there have been more than 12 boxes left over. God does provide in time of need. Let me share another occurrence of God's provision in another time, another place. The place was the country of Haiti. The time was 2007. But let me give you a little background. A long time before then, Allison did say I'm a traveler. At age 16, as a high school student, and for my husband, Ray, wave everybody away. Ray, as a 19-year-old college student, a while ago, we found ourselves each overlapping in the country of Haiti for a period of three weeks. After long-distance dating, letter writing, different than today, we were married after Ray graduated from college, and we moved to Haiti as a family a few years later with our firstborn, and we lived in the country of Haiti for three and a half years. Ray serving as an electrical broadcast engineer after graduating from Drexel University, and myself as a registered nurse the early part of my career. We left Haiti, and then more than 20 years later, it was 2007, and we started leading short-term mission groups to the country of Haiti to do broadcast engineering projects. 2005, there were five of us on a particular project. 
hoping and planning to do a project that, to our knowledge, no one had ever done before. The project was to um, replace a steel plate and a, um, I'm just forgetting the name of the item, um, the ceramic insulator on the bottom of an AM antenna tower. Now this particular AM antenna tower was 250 feet tall. So, sorry, I don't have a picture for you, but imagine a 250 foot antenna tower and there's two pieces at the bottom that need replaced. So the engineers had this all figured out. We're gonna take three truck hydraulic jacks and station them exactly the way they need to be and crank by crank raise the tower with its nine guy wires, remove the 20 inch tall insulator, remove the metal plate and replace them both with this space with a 250 foot tower above it. And then when everything's replaced, we're gonna lower it back down again. And we didn't have a crane. Can we do this? So we prayed. We prayed for that God would take care of the project, that we would have the equipment that we needed, that we would be safe, etc. And then we discovered that for as much as we had planned and thought we had everything we need and everything went through customs and nothing was lost, and any of you who've done international travel into third world countries know that is another provision of God in and of itself. But we discovered that the brackets that held the tower to the base were also rusted. We hadn't planned for that. That needed some very strong steel. What were we going to do? We were in the southern peninsula of the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. There's certainly no steel in that area. We were more than 100 miles from the capital city. Doubt there was even any steel like we needed there either. So we went, I went with the uh, chief engineer, Hannes, and we went to the project of a local bridge company that was replacing a bridge that every day we drove over this bridge going from our lodging to our workplace and we asked them if there was any chance that they had any steel that we could use knowing they were probably the only source and we were prepared to pay a fair price probably even an inflated price at the only place that steel might be available in the southern peninsula of Haiti and very quickly the supervisor found a piece of steel, and he, he gave it to us with no charge. Not, was happy to. He was aware of Radio Lumiere and the work in that area, and, and he provided it. And this group of engineers was able to transform it into the types of brackets that were needed so that we could perfectly um, finish repairing the tower and safely lower it back down and serve the more than 250,000 people who relied on that radio tower to provide them with Christian radio for both education and to spread God's word throughout that part of the country. God provided in our time of need, even when we were not prepared. So we've experienced, my husband Ray and I, these types of provisions for the team, the work, the equipment, on more than a dozen similar trips, 
So I have to follow my script, or I could spend a lot of time telling you about so many ways that God has provided. Um, but we continue to provide short-term trips to the country of Haiti and are just amazed every time at God's provision. So those are a couple of my stories, a couple of my experiences that I've had a chance to share with you, and a story of how Jesus provided for food for those who were in need. And for me, one experience builds upon the other. In a situation where I know in my own strength and in my own wisdom, I cannot do this. I cannot solve this situation. I have the history of so many times when God has provided in those situations. And when the situation looks impossible, I can remember personal protective equipment. I can remember N95 box coming with hundreds of masks. I can rem remember a half-inch piece of steel that we thought was nowhere to be found. I can remember wisdom. I can remember strength in times of weaknesses. And remembering the many ways that God has provided gives me more faith to trust him more for the next situation. Would I have been prepared to meet the needs of hundreds of residents and employees in 2020 if I hadn't seen God's provisions before that? I do not know. But I do know that all of those experiences helped me go into those situations having faith that God would continue to provide no matter what. And I know that God prepared me to lead the retirement community through the most difficult year of my career. So now that you've heard a couple snippets of my story, I want you to think for yourself, your self-reflection. How has God provided for you? It may have been in ways that you didn't even notice or you've not yet thought about. Do you have your eyes open today to see how God is providing for you? What do you need right now? And what will it look like when God provides it for you? Thank you. Thanks again for listening to the podcast of the Vineyard Church, Chester Springs. We hope you share this with your friends and family and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.